Welcome to the Wisdom Workout Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sullivan, and we're going to switch it up a little bit today. I have uh, an amazing friend and a a brother here, uh, Kyle Bent, and we're going to just shoot the shit, see where this goes. Um, I kind of want to learn more about sort of his creative process and really what drives him as as a human being, as a powerful creator and... Just I'm super interested to see where this goes, and I uh, think that I'm going to learn a lot, and you guys will learn a lot, and it'll be fantastic. So, uh, Kyle, can you, uh, I guess, just like share a little bit about what got you into music, or sort of what what drives you as a, as a human being? I mean, uh, <clears throat> first off, your boy named Kyle Bent. Um, been doing music for for a while. Uh, I just do this shit because I love this shit. Um, life is life isn't really um anything worth worth fucking around with if there's nothing that you can't be passionate about, and music definitely brings that out of me. So like. I know I know with the music that I make, like a lot of people need to hear it. And because of that, I just do what I can to really put my own impression, like mindset, onto people's playlists. So they can get like a good dose of what I'm on. That's dope. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what, how would you, what would you say that makes like your music different, uh, from a lot of other people? I know it's coming from like pure heart space and like really, uh, just flowing with like your story and who you are and, uh, sort of the message that you like fully want to put out into the world. But what, uh, I guess, what is that thing for you that like you want to share with people? Say that again. So when you're when you're making music and like, what's the message that you really like want to share with people? Uh, just be you. Just be true. Cool. And it's all about like that loving your path, right, and doing what what really motivates you and guides you and. Yeah, cause like if you're not if you're not living your life for you, then you know you're not really living life at all. And it's like then the day like there's so many people around us that we tend to feel that like we're living for. But like like I tatted on my finger self loyalty, and mm-hmm. it's and it reminds me that like at the end of the day, <clears throat> I gotta be most loyal to myself, cause it's like when I die. I'm going to look back at my life and I'm going to see, and I'm going to feel all the things I've been through. And if I couldn't really feel that for myself, then I I wasn't really there. And I didn't really experienced nothing. And my life was a, a waste because I wasn't really able to love myself and really appreciate where I was and who I was at that moment. So, like, I come from, like, a past of, like, really being um, what I call, like, parasitic. It's like... Like, I leech off of other people's energies to make me feel better. 
and it's almost like I came from an environment of that where like my peoples, you know, had that as like their foundation growing up and like a lot of like the community that I lived in it's just just was kind of like a trend. So like in my most recent path, I've just learned to like break out of that, that mold of like really looking to other people for their energy and like really just honing in on my own, giving a fuck about myself and like where my heart is so i don't know with all that music shit that was definitely a rant but um that's where my heart is when it comes to music uh and just comes to living just like do it for yourself appreciate where you at and at the end of the day other people gonna really move off of that energy on some like dominant shit yeah they respect you more for that i've been uh sort of on this kick myself of really feeling that being selfish is actually a good thing because when f- coming from like where where I'm coming from is I I always want to do things for other people and it used to come from a place of scarcity where you know I wanted people to like me and so I you know I'd be I was a huge <clears throat> I was a huge people pleaser and uh just would always you know do whatever I could to make other people happy and then you know that sort of transmuted into me wanting to contribute and make impact and stuff like that. But really in order, what I found is that in order to have impact, in order to actually, uh, you know, affect change or, uh, like sort of manifest your dreams, you, you actually have to be selfish because if you, if you don't have the, um, you know, if you, you can only give something of value if you are valuable, Uh, right? Like you, you, you can't contribute what you don't have. And I, I really believe that being selfish allows you to, uh, really develop yourself and focus on yourself and create rules for yourself and really just become the best version you can be. And then that allows you to contribute a lot more. So I really respect that. Like, yeah, bro. It's like, it's like Nicki Minaj said, she said, she said, I got my back to him. Cause I'm leading them or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? It's like, like that shit had me thinking. Cause it's like, like it's just a bar, right? Like people gonna listen to that. Like yeah, it's fire. But like if you really think about it, like you have to turn your back to people. You have to abandon people in order to lead people, especially to lead yourself. Like if you're if you're if you're looking to the crowd for their approval then you're going to stumble backwards. You're going to hit something, you know, like you're going to get impeded the next. The crowd is going to look at you and move past you because it's like, okay, you feel me? You ain't doing nothing for yourself, so we still moving, trying to figure it out for ourselves. Like, I just, I really feel like in order to be, like you said, like a, a valuable asset to humanity, you really have to value your own asset, who you are. And that just comes with like, being able to block yourself off, solely yourself out, and know it's still love at the end of the day because you love yourself. That's just it's going to be abundance for everybody, you know, self-love, overflow type shit. Hmm. So when you're writing your music, do you sort of go into this space where you sort of delete everything around you out of your mind and just like dive deep into yourself and see what comes out? Like when you're when you're creating, do you go into sort of like a, a meditative space where 
really nothing <clears throat> no, nothing exists except yourself and your soul sometimes other times it'd be like um sometimes i'll have like an intention so like i really i think a lot sometimes i hate it because like i don't feel like my best music or music in general comes out the best when you think about it too hard but like on the other end like i know when i have intention towards what i want a song to become then it becomes that and so like it's good for me to have like that intention but sometimes like especially on features like i'll just like splurge like what i'm going through emotionally and i find that's like the most therapeutic and also like sometimes my hardest shit you know like just be like fire and shit that's awesome and so being being hyper intentional uh i actually learned this uh or integrated this lesson more much more powerfully quite recently is when you when you set an intention it's like hyper focusing all of your attention into a specific area so when you're when you're uh setting an intention but hold up bro tell the people how you feeling <laughs> yeah um i uh i went to a i went to a sweat lodge and if you if you if you don't know what that is it's a it's a native american tradition where you sort of uh it's not sort of you you honor your ancestors and um and go into a, a prayer space where uh you're you're sort of in like this it looks like an igloo and they they reference it sort of as a womb and like your mother's womb and you go back into the space where you really let go of everything and just have pure intention on you know what you want to like manifest in the world or uh something like you're grateful for you're praying for a particular person who might be uh struggling or uh whatever it really is and for me, you know, I, I went into sweat and my intention wasn't very clear, even in myself, you know, I, you know, I've, I've been into a lot of situations where, you know, my intention is gratitude, let's say, you know, and it's gratitude is such a broad, broad intention, right? There's so many things to be grateful for. There's so many perspectives of gratitude and, uh, you know, having your intention really dialed in is extremely powerful because if it's not dialed in right you can get lost in that thought you can you can sort of lose yourself in the uh inertia of your mind and i think that when you set aside everything and just focus super intently on one specific thing that that allows for the the purest creation to really happen um and that's really one thing that i've learned is just being being hyper hyper intentional in what you're doing because if if you're not it can just lead to chaos because that's kind of how the music is no bullshit yeah yeah bro yeah and i appreciate you sharing my g i have to <laughs> cut you off keep going if you if you ain't done no nah, it's all good <laughs> the people want to hear you too um there's a there's a really uh for me a very thought-provoking quote by alan watts and i'm probably going to butcher the quote but uh, essentially it says, uh, when all you do is think you have nothing to think about except thoughts. And then you get drowned into, uh, an illusion, uh, apart from reality or some, something along those lines. But I think for me, and I, obviously I say, I think a lot and I do think a lot. And I think you think a lot too. You know, if, you know, if you're all you, if all you do we're is thinkers, bro, <laughs> we are we're thinkers. We're, we're both, we're both 22. Yeah. 
You're 22? Yep. All right. I'm well, I'm 23. 22. I'm 23 now. I'm not even that. I'm 21. <laughs> but, <laughs> but close enough, bro. <laughs> like, we both, like, we both fucking, we millennials. We millennials, as they call us. But fuck all that shit. We're 20, 21, 22, close in age, but very, even, like, closer in how we, like, maneuver. And I feel mm. like both of us have... A type of mind where we're able to see into a lot of dimensions that people don't necessarily have that clean access to in their like conscious waking state and it's mm-hmm. like <clears throat> we're able to we're able to feel people's emotions at the same time we get lost a lot in people's emotions like we was talking earlier so it's like being empathetic but not really having clean boundaries which you was trying to talk about earlier so it's like, I feel like me and you being at this age, you being 23, me being 21, is kind of crazy because I personally don't meet too many people like myself. And I feel like, I feel like that's been like a huge barrier in my life, just being able to relate to people mm. while having like yeah. this type of like gift of like just being able to feel people feel like situations crazy, crazy and like thinking like certain detail and just like exponential capability and really be able to like love that you know because sometimes i'm like what the fuck is everybody else doing yeah it's like nobody understands me i must be like a motherfucking mutant or some shit (laughs) and it's like nah i love myself to a new degree and it's beautiful to be connecting with people like yourself you know who are so similar to me and yet so different at the same time Mm -hmm. you know and we can like really connect on this tip of just being like ourselves and Mm-hmm. You know, appreciating this gift that like not many people have, but everyone has. Like mm-hmm. our shit's just like really, um, I guess, ahead of its time. Developed in a way that you know we didn't really put it in place like this, but we did. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. But then we're also learning to fucking use it in the best of our ability. You know, and like show other people that they got that shit naturally too. So you know, just being, just being, just being me, man. Being you. And I appreciate us even having this conversation, be able to share that shit, because it's not something that I get to talk about often and really be comfortable with. But it's like, mm. fuck it. Let's go. I could die tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <I'm all fucking laughs> like, let niggas know how I feel. You feel me? So I appreciate it, my G. Yeah. It's big love on God. Yeah. Love you, Yeah, love you too, man. Like, um, I think one thing that you sort of just alluded to is, you know, all we have is right now, you know, yeah, we could God. fucking die tomorrow, dude. Like for real, I could get, I'm flying to Utah tomorrow. Fucking, I'm not going to say that shit. I don't want to manifest anything. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I was about Yo, to say? Yo, they said, they said 49 people died, bro. Like a couple hours ago. Like, you oh, know, shit. bro, you know, some crazy shit always happening, bro. But RIP to those 49 people. Um, I don't know. I think it was New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing on Instagram. I, I like I plug out a lot from social media and shit, but like when it counts, it counts. And like when I see some like crazy headline like that, it just gets stuck. I'm like, okay, that's like the next big disaster thing that the world's talking about now. I never really know if it's like stage shit, but at this point, it don't even matter. Like staged or not staged, like um, is it organized and not organized? Like those are lives. So it's like, damn, like we do only have right now niggas is dying out there. Forty nine people just passed like randomly and shit. We're here right now on a podcast, so we're blessed. You yeah. feel me? And like everybody else listening and shit. 
blessed like to be able to wake up in your in your bed another day mm-hmm. blessed like there's a lot of people who looking down on us right now you know helping us from the other side and we still here breathing in organic body suits so we really gotta fuck with ourselves and yeah appreciate this moment on god on god for real like yeah um <laughs> yeah i think you you brought up something actually really really important there that you know fucking is it staged or organized or not like who fucking cares like a life is a fucking life you know like there's a lot of especially in america I mean, there's there's so much um conflict between ideologies right now and you know i think that that's sort of a product of the the framework of our society right like we 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 have sort of systems set in place that you know it's always uh, us versus them, you know, whether it's Democrats versus Republicans or, you know, um, you know, there's a bunch of examples, right? You know, men versus women, whatever it is, right? It's there's there's always like it's us versus the other. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really the wrong perspective. And I mean, again, right, like even in me saying that word, right, wrong, right, it assumes that there's a right. And so I think as part of our culture, uh, worldwide, we have to sort of come more to an understanding. You know, I personally believe, and I could be wrong, um, but... But, who, but who's the other, though? There is no other. Right? Who's the them? There is no them. Huh. It's all us. You know, you feel me? Like, I really think that the a lot of the conflict stems from this sort of uh, perspective of separation. Yeah. And I, I think that... Uh, a huge part of where that comes from is our, I don't want to say consumeristic nature, but really uh, our sort of perspective of ownership. Like this is mine, you know, you know, whether it's, you know, 50 years ago or whatever. I mean, even still today, you know, you know, this is my girl, you know, or talk your shit, bro. (laughs) You know, like whatever it is, like, Bro, because we just had a party, and not even to cut you off, like, I'm loving this rant, bro. It's like, we just had a party, and I and I deal with this a lot, bro. Just, like, the idea of, like, ownership over women, bro. It shit fucks me up, because, like, I have this shit, too. Yeah. You feel me? Like, a loyalty, uh, or, like, a like a ownership uh, mentality. Like, like, I was even looking at, like, Apex, uh, like, Apex research. You feel me? Just, like, thinking about, like, lions, how they get down, mm-hmm. like, wolves and all that. Just animals. And it's just like I don't know, like there's this, there's this heavy, there's this heavy feeling of like just the loyalty aspect, and I'm, I'll, and I don't mean to like run into my own rant while you was on your own, so I definitely still want to hear your no, shit. No, keep but going, like, keep going. Yeah, but I feel like you're like, like what you just touched on, like ownership of things. You, you feel me? Like how like some dudes be like cuffing their girlfriends, you know? Like, and I don't know. To me, like it, it's it's a weird situation because. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day i know women just want to be free i know yeah. guys just want to be free i know the world just wants to be free i know everyone just wants free love i know i just want to be free and like i think about myself Amen. i'm like i'm like self-loyalty so 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 what's up at the end of the day i'm just living for myself and at the end of and at the end of the day although i'm living for myself every interaction i have if i'm really living for myself in a positive way it's going to be a positive interaction for another and I feel like that's where we get to like a utopia world where everybody understands it's really just your own bubble. And if you really give a fuck about your bubble, you're going to do what's most positive for your own interactions. And what's what's on one side is going to be on the other side, like mirror. You feel me? Mm-hmm. A motherfucking mirror universe. 
I feel like that's the beauty. Like, every time I talk about self-loyalty, I get scared a little. So I'm like, damn, the nigga I'm talking to right now, the girl I'm talking to right now is going to be like, yo, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you too. You feel me? But like, I hit a thing, hit a thing, hit a thing. To say fuck you and to say love you is so synonymous. Like, I was in a motherfucking yeah. Uber. And like, I don't know, I just be listening. I be just observing these days, just like using my ears and shit. And, like, the Uber was playing, like, a little podcast or, like, radio show or whatever. They were just talking about, like, I don't know what the fuck they was. I don't know what they was talking about. But what they was talking about was so intriguing. Like, they were just talking about, like, back in the day, you know, um, like, I don't know, even med- medieval times, even past that. But they were just talking about, like, how um, wars and religions, like, merged together. And, like, gods and how people used to worship them and shit and, like... I guess like pagans and all this, but long story short, at some point in the in the podcast, they start talking about sex and how mm. it, it it interweaves with like war and like conflict, and they were like, "All right, what if?" And like I might be like butchering the paraphrase and all that, but long story short, it comes down to like, what if like the polar opposite sides of like beliefs, like a person who believes in God. And a person who doesn't believe in God, like, you know, like an atheist versus like, like a, like a devout, like what if in order for them to like merge their worlds, because it was so far apart, the only way they could do that is through the the union of like the purest love bond, which is sex. Mm. You feel me? Mm. And like, like the podcast, like it was just going crazy. Like, cause it, cause it goes deeper, like, like the detail in which they was talking about, like, like had a lot of depths to it. But like, long story short, it came to like the idea of like merging the most furthest parts of the universe and like just spectrums of people and like beings with this idea of sex and love, like being the highest yeah. form of just like now. I, I fuck with that hardcore. No, the way you said it too was incredible. Like it's, it's really like the, I really feel that sex is like the most powerful unification of, anything in sort of our reality right even you know if you have a debate with somebody and then for some miraculous reason you come to an agreement with this person which never happens in debate but if it if it uh, hypothetically if it did you know like you know if you're arguing with someone then you you both come to the same conclusion where it's like oh my gosh like actually you're right and i'm right and this is how we're both right Mm -hmm. you know that's incredible like that's a unification and I actually, I never thought of it that way in the sense that, like, sex really is that. It it's is, the, It's the it's, unification it's of bodies. Yo, bro. And here's another wild part, bro. Like, I've been thinking about, like, manhood and motherfucking, um, just, like, being, like, being dominant with another person. Mm. Because, like, on my, like, journey of, like, becoming more of, like, a dominant figure in my own life, you know, like, just walking my path more so for myself and, like, be my own leader. You yeah. know, which kind of like rubs off on like the other environments that I'm in, you know, like it uh, helps another person become a leader, which like I feel like it's something happening in our own, um, mm-hmm. our own interaction right now. And it's like I've been in a situation where it's like I don't know, <clears throat> like it gets it gets weird because I feel like in order to be a leader, there has to be a submissive. But then my mind goes to placing, you know, like I was talking about um, reading up on um, like like apex apex predators and just like how wolves move lions move and like how there's a dominant and then there's sub subservient 
like lines and the pride and shit. But I'm like, my mind's thinking like, yo, I know that there's a way or like, I wonder, I imagine what it would be like in a group of all dominant figures, you mm. know, like, like a clique where everybody's on the same accord and it's just like, we help each other. And then when that came to mind, it was like, okay, when you think of um, brotherhood, brotherhoods, you know, or like, I don't know, even like Freemasons, or you think of like any other like community that is under the term brotherhood or a sisterhood where everybody sees eye to eye. Mm -hmm. It's almost like everyone's a dominant, but because they see eye to eye and they like, they uh, acknowledge themselves as a dominant, they're able to communicate where like everybody, you know, eye to eye helps each other and like gives some of their energy, but not in a way where they're depleted. It's almost like free love, you know, just connecting that way. So I don't know, like when, when you talk about like sex, sex being that ultimate union and bond i almost all i i also start to think of like you know brotherhoods and like sisterhoods or like dominance i don't know because like two people being right long story short two people being right like you start to realize like no one can be wrong you feel me like if you if you truly know that your life is your truth then you can't really be wrong in anything that um you're really saying, you know? 100. I'm going to jump in on that. Yeah, because, do, like, do your thing. My, I'm uh, going on a crazy rant. Forgive me. <laughs> no, no. You're, you're, <laughs> you're good. Me, you're yeah, good, yeah, yeah. man. I want to hear it. I um, bet that. My uh, Mike. So, you know Mike. Um, my mentor, Mike. He, uh... <laughs> yeah, for real. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, uh, I, I fucking... <laughs> I had this huge problem for a long... It's not a problem. So, I'm not going to say it's a problem. But I had this thing for a really, really long time where... I just fully flat out believed that I was wrong about everything. I always, like always wrong. And, uh, it, it created a, a, a lot of issues in my life because, um, you know, I, a long time ago, you know, had uh, a lot of difficulty with being a confident person and, you know, really having my boundaries and, you know, especially as, you know, me stepping into like my masculine core, right? Like if you can't have boundaries, you know, you're screwed. Yo, you're fucked. You're, you're yeah, yeah, you're not just screwed. You're not just screwed. You're fucked. Bro. <laughs> I've been that shit my whole life. Oh, yeah. God, oh, God. Yeah. Keep going, bro. Yeah. No, it's all good. Yeah, like for real. Um yeah, so but basically, you know, I was having this conversation uh and uh, my mentor was saying, Daniel, you have to understand something. Everyone is right and everyone is wrong. But the real perspective, the right, the best, not the right, but like the best sort of perspective is that, you know, whether you're right or wrong doesn't matter because you are just you. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you have, you are just a, a fraction of the reality, right? If there's 7 billion people in the world and, you know, you have your opinion and, you know, let's say 3 million people agree with you. Well, those 3 million people who agree with you on that one particular th thing, they are just a sliver. They are a fraction of the whole. And so it's, you're not right or wrong. You're just a, you're just playing a part. You're playing a role in the global perspective and just having this uh, sort of sovereignty. Like we're talking a lot about, you know, self-sovereignty and, um, just being able to recognize, hey, if I am wrong, who fucking cares? Who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> if, if, I, if I'm right, who the fuck cares? You know, it's, it's much more about truly just being like, 
Not even and, and enjoying yourself and loving yourself the journey, man. Like, like yesterday, yesterday, and probably like the last week, I just been th- like you asked me, you asked me how my life been. I said I'm pretty good. Like I don't really got too much complaints, but sometimes it gets boring. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like I had said yeah. that, and the reason I said that is because like my mind goes on these like these tangents of like thinking, and it's like eventually I get to a place where it's like, damn existence is kind of wild because like <laughs> we're just doing the same thing over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again it's like yo you're me and i'm you right you feel me yeah but 100. like you feel me and 100. like and like you're a completely different version of what i am you're your own thing you feel me me yeah. too but we're the same goddamn thing yeah, you feel me? We're yeah. living, we're living in a universe where everything's the same fucking thing. Like we're looking at that motherfucking, I don't know, that's like a coffee bag. That coffee bag's the same thing as, what is that like a coffee machine? <laughs> <laughs> that coffee machine's the same thing as that water barrel. You feel me? That lamp, it looked different, but it's the same motherfucking like composure. Like that shit's me. Yeah, you feel me? Like that couch, like we're sitting on ourselves over and over again. If I fuck a girl right now. And I love her. I'm looking in her eyes. I'm looking at myself. You yeah. feel me? She got long 100. hair. She's feminine. 100. You feel me? But I'm looking at myself and I like busting her and I make a baby. <laughs> you feel me? And that baby come out as a mini version of me. It's like, bro, we do the same over and over and over and over. And it gets scary because I'm like, damn, like this shit is eternity. And it's like, yo, this is weird. It's like, yo, existence is fucking weird. Yeah. And then I'm like, yo, what even makes this shit worth living? And my mind goes to these crazy places. And I'm like, yo, how the fuck I get here, bro? <laughs> how does this shit end? When did this shit start? Mm. Where are we going? Like, can I opt out? Like, I don't know. And then, yo, bro, and then you ask me, like, how am I doing? I'm saying, I'm good. But sometimes shit gets boring because of those type of thoughts. I'm like, yo, what really makes this shit worth it, bro, is, like, the craziness. Like, the chaos, bro. Like, the emotions that I'm able to feel. Like, this situation right here. Like, talking. You feel me? Like, holding this moment with you. Like, just talking my shit on this podcast. Like, every time I hit up, like, a random person on my phone who, like, I'm having strife with and just, like, pour out emotions that they ain't think they was gonna get that night. Like, that shit make life worth it as fuck. Yeah. You feel me? Like, those weird-ass emotions that no one want to talk about, no one want to admit they have, yeah. no one want to even embrace. Like, yo, if you ain't embracing those fucking emotions, nigga, you ain't living no fucking life, nigga. I'm telling you, existence is boring without living through your fullest spectrum of emotion. That's what I've come to from my own term of existence, nigga. If not, I go crazy. Like, I bro, feel this that. shit is wild. Yeah, I think, I think you touched on something super important, <clears throat> like sort of you know what's what's the purpose of even existing you know for me like just like bring this to like sort of like an even deeper place like i was suicidal for a long fucking time and it was it was pretty much the exact same fucking thought spiral that you were talking about it's just fuck like this is fucking boring man like what the like what the fuck are we doing here like what's going on like this is this is bullshit and then you have to deal with bullshit and then you know, all that stuff, it just keeps going and going and going, you know, like experience after experience. And, you know, you just, you start conditioning yourself to go to those places. And for me, you know, um, I really, really have found that when I was for the long time that I was in those thought spirals, like I coming out of it, um, I, 
I only came out of it because I recognized that those thought spirals were an addiction, <sighs> man. Because like, for me, it was about like significance, right? Like, mm. like my and you might be like, what? How does that connect? But for me, it's like my my own personal pain was so significant, right? That my ego was consuming my soul and it was saying like, Hey, like nobody's ever dealt with the shit that you've dealt with. Nobody fucking understands you. Nobody wants to be with you because they, they can't possibly even, you know, <clears throat> connect with you on any actual level. Cause they've never dealt with the shit that you've dealt with. They don't understand anything that's going on. And you just run these thought spirals over and over and over again. It becomes a fucking addiction, like doing drugs, like fucking, you know, eating like even as basic as fucking eating sugar man like you some people you know because i dealt with um you know a huge weight problem for a long time because i was hyper addicted to sugar man you you're bored you eat fucking sugar you know (laughs) you're you you're bored like you go into a thought spiral of like oh man i'm fucking bored life's purposeless you know there's no fucking reason to keep going you know and it's bullshit man It, it really is and i think that recognizing, you know, where you're at, right, and just releasing attachment, because I think that, you know, when you, especially for us, you know, when we sort of have these thought spirals of, you know, where we can, we can sort of tap into the universal perspective of, fuck, like, I mean, humans are young, like, hold on, you think my, you think my spots, my, my, my thought spiral was bullshit? No, 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 you can, you know, that's no not what bull, I'm saying. No bull, my thoughts spiral might have been bullshit, bro. No funny shit. No, so I'm saying there there was actually a lot of valid points in there. I just think that the the outlet of the direction was, you know, what's the purpose to life, right? Like there was like the um that was like one side of the binary, right? Like what's the like what am I even doing here, you know? Mm. Well, on the flip side of that, it's like I am here. Yeah. Right? And so I think that all you have to do and your thoughts about was legitimate. And I think that so many people fucking deal with that shit, you know, whether it's boredom or not, that takes them to that place. Like a lot of people really run that sort of narrative in their mind. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a piece of shit. Like you can go that way too. Like I'm a piece of shit. Like my life is worthless. Yeah. You know, nobody's going to care if I'm gone, like all that shit, you know, I feel like it's just as scary on the other side, man. Like the idea, like I'm God. Mm. And it's like I'm here alone, but like I made a bunch of like mini me's of myself. Yeah, to, like, play around for the rest of my life. Bro. <laughs> it's just as scary on the other oh, side, cause yeah. just, bro, God's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, God, God's a lonely weirdo, bro. But hey, we out here. <laughs> yeah, we're really fucking God out here. Fuck. God damn. Yeah, dude. <laughs> God damn. Hey, <laughs> for real, for real. Fuck it, but like you said, we out here, bro, and that's the blessing. It's like we exist, so it's like you can complain about it, you can hate it, you can be sad about it. But at the end of the day, it's here. Mm. I am here. So what am I gonna do with it? I'm gonna be sad. I'm gonna fucking turn up. Make yeah. like crazy, <laughs> fucking crazy. You feel me? I feel you one hundred percent. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> God damn, dude. Fuck. Yeah, it's and like I, I really feel like you know when you because a lot of people I feel like don't ever fully start to tap into their sort of like ancestral codes or you know their their unlocked DNA and starting to understand like we 
you know, memory is, it is, uh, uh, it's, it's transposed between generations. Like it, it is passed down between generations. Mm-hmm. You know, you are the product of your ancestors, not just biologically, you know, but also like, uh, psychologically, emotionally, you know, we, we have not just our own personal trauma. We carry the trauma of our ancestors Mom, dad, and grandfather, everything, you know I mean? everything, grandfather, grandfather, down yeah. the line all the way all the way back and it's it's crazy too because you know humans haven't been around around that long but you know if you can and i think both of us have had these experiences where we've tapped into our ancestors and been like holy fuck like i've been alive for thousands of years tens of thousands of years hundreds of thousands of years and we're just doing the same shit yeah we have cool new tech and like you know, we, we don't have to go fucking hunting and like worry about starving and shit. Cause we got grocery stores, uh-huh. but like, you know, what the fuck is like, what are we doing here? You know? And I think that, you know, that sort of soul journey that I really think that you and I have both been on is, has been probably one of the most valuable parts of what makes us who we are, because I think that's what gives us freedom. Like for me, one of the, the more, the most powerful experiences for me was, um, so I did a 33 day water fast and during that experience, like the first four days were extremely difficult before you, before you, you, you pop up on that. Can you remember? You can remember? Remember what you're talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll remember. I'll remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the, the ancestor thing, bro. It's like, it's like, You talked about you talked about how like we're all connected to our ancestors and like how we've been on this earth for like multiple generations and all that. Like our ancestors living through us. Like I I honestly see like ancestors pop up in the daily interactions that like a lot of people have. Like they won't even notice it. Like it's almost like how dudes talk about schizophrenia, <clears throat> you know? Mm. And like I don't even see schizophrenia as a thing because like if anything I'd have to diagnose myself as schizophrenic. You feel me? And I, I know mm. like the way that they like talk about schizophrenic. I'm not schizophrenic, but like damn near the way I move through my emotions, I'd be a schizophrenic. <laughs> you feel me? But like yeah. you know they call kids with ADHD, you know all yeah. types of shit, you know OCD, all that. You feel me? Autism, like all at the end of the day, all these individuals and all these different terms of like classifying a person is just like beauty you feel me it's it's god it's god leaking itself through like different forms of like just expression right just call that call it like that so like like schizophrenia for example like i almost see ancestors pop up through like people's personality complexes Mm -hmm. you know it's almost like it's like it's like old lulu who passed away like five generations ago she was like a slave owner you feel me pop up in like a white girl you know, like, like subconsciously or like, like little homeboy, I don't know, Chi Lai, forgive the motherfucking, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> call it motherfucking like slight, slight, I don't know, oriental, whatever. But like Chi Lai from way back in like the, like the rice field, like you feel me? Like five generations go pop up in, in homeboy, like you feel me? Just in like the way mm. he, he interacts. So like even like my generation, you feel me? Like I'm Jamaican. So it's like I have, um, I don't know, let's just say like Bob Marley. <clears throat> of course, I'm going to pick like a famous dude to fucking represent me. <laughs> you feel me? But like, I don't know. Like I know I got like, I got like Rastafarian. Mm. like soul lineage just moving through me just in the way that i maneuver you know so it's mm. like 
And I feel like a lot of people go through life, you know, not even notice how their ancestors pop up. Like they're praying to these people who like lived in physical form before them, but don't realize that like just in the way they maneuver, like sometimes they'll go blank, you know, like sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll move on automation, you know, like the conscious mind. And then like you get in a situation that like triggers you and just like that side of you that you don't really like connect with as intimate as you can pops out and that's the side that your ancestors is living through you mm. feel me that's the side that like whenever it happens that's that's old auntie lulu back from the way back who like communicates herself in the present now you feel me yeah and like the only thing is that we still have to heal traumas that our ancestors was going through 100 you feel me so like that 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 trauma we go through today like that shit that triggers us like that's still Auntie Lulu's trauma that she didn't figure out that's living through you that you have to figure out for Auntie Lulu so that she can rest in peace wherever the fuck she is at yeah. right now. Like yeah. Auntie Lulu, like yo, come on, girl, like you gotta, you gotta be good, you gotta feel, you gotta be like present, you gotta be conscious of mm. like what the fuck is going on in your own soul and emotional system so that you can heal all your generational lines that's all living with us right the fuck now. One hundred percent in this meat body that we think is just us, but it's inhabited by like a fucking universe of you know beings and all that shit yeah 100 percent. and i think that's actually the <clears throat> talk about sort of um cosmic shifts i'll go back to what i was saying earlier about fasting but real quick to touch on this like sort of where appreciate you let me get that in no yeah no yeah. thank you for sharing yeah i um i really truly believe that uh you know we're sort of in you can see it pretty clearly in society, right? Like we are in the time of the divine feminine rising and then also sort of the reconstruction and reconfiguration of a new masculine paradigm. Uh, and I really think that a lot of what that is, is our ancestors and their trauma. Like, you know, I'm like, obviously I'm a man and like, I, I don't just feel my dad's trauma, right? I also feel my mom's trauma. I feel my grandma's trauma. I feel all of my ancestors trauma. And I think that, you know, we've gotten to the point where there's just so much trauma accumulated in different people. And now it's like, how do we deal with all this? You know, there's a lot of people, uh, you know, somebody might be neurotic because, you know, their, you know, grandma had this experience where, uh, you know, just some crazy, crazy shit happened to her and sort of that, that triggered a pattern in her to protect herself. And now, you know, you, you have walls built up that you didn't even build. You inherited those walls, you know, those defense mechanisms. And, um, you know, they've proven this in like animal studies where, um, basically they'll, they'll do something to trigger a, a group of animals, um, like mice, for example, and don't forget your thirty-three day fast, though. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll talk about it in a sec. Um, and basically, like generations afterwards, like they'll remember the same thing, uh, even though they they never went through that the experiment. And uh, it's so true. And I think that you know, part of the people who are stepping up, you know, like you and me, like we're we're not just dealing with our trauma, man. Like personal trauma, like for real. That shit's easy. Like that's you think so? dude. Okay, so let me let, but let me let me. Talk shit, talk shit. I'll t- yeah. So <laughs> I honestly one hundred percent like personal like this lifetime personal trauma yeah. is Breeze. like easy mode yeah, because yeah, yeah. you have like if Kingdom you Hearts easy mode. If, <laughs> <we're> t- <laughs> um yeah like because you know this is just one lifetime like I'm a, I'm twenty three years old bro like you know 
I've been through some shit, but like for real, like twenty three years is fucking nothing, man. Like, you know, like we're fucking nothing. I am a fucking speck on a speck on a speck. Like, but all of my ancestors, you know, going back thousands of years, right? Like thousands of years of trauma, right? That mm. is so intense. Yeah. And like the the sort of stage to healing your ancestors' trauma is first healing your trauma, yeah. right? Like you you get through your trauma, then you get up leveled, right? Like there's always another stage. There's yeah. always another thing to do. And so and I, I didn't mean to make light of the situation of dealing with personal trauma. Like for a lot of people, that's the, all they could hope for. You know, it's like dealing with your own shit. And <laughs> it's it actually it's not easy. I shouldn't I shouldn't have said it like that. But, not, but not, not inspirational to say it that way, bro. Because when a person realizes that like their own life is stacked up on millions of other lives that have lived on Earth, it makes you think less of your own problems. One hundred. So I don't feel like you should take back anything you just said, no matter how hard it may sound you feel me brutal mm. like at the end of the day bro pain is the motherfucking transmuter yeah like that's that, that's where the best motherfucking evolutionary change happens for a human soul for a soul period of being like if you if you if you dodge in the pain of your own soul then you are staying in a box for the rest of your motherfucking life 100 and that's just scary to me you know, yeah. I've been there. I've been there where I felt like I was at the top of the totem pole just to put myself in a situation I've never been in, like going homeless and being on my own for six six months, going through all types of dark, tra- traumatic emotions that I never thought I experienced, but I was so glad to. Yeah. That taught me how to have boundaries. You feel me? It's teaching me how to have boundaries. You know, like going through this shit right now, like this, this, this situation, this painful part of my heart is what's making me a man. You yeah. feel me? And a Amen. different type of man. Amen. You know, not the type of man that I grew up with or grew up praising, idolizing, you know, because like all the men that I've seen growing up are beautiful in their own way, you know, like have taught me things that I appreciate, but I'm looking for a new type of man, mm-hmm. you know, a new type yeah. of archetype that exists right now that's like growing up, you know, like honestly, I'm my own idol. Mm-hmm. I'm my own motherfucking idol these days. I look at myself in the mirror like I'm the realest nigga I know. Fuck yeah. On God. I'm the realest thing. <laughs> no. And no bull. I want my child to say the same damn thing in the mirror. I want all my homies, all my closest brethren, you feel me? I want you, my nigga. I want you to look in the mirror like I'm the realest nigga I know. Because every single one of us should know that we are the God that created us right there in the mirror looking in our eyes. You feel me? Like, yeah. when I could get to the point where it's like, yo, if I run from myself, then I have no one to blame but myself when I'm... I'm up late at night thinking, why the fuck is my life so traumatic? Like, why the fuck am I not enjoying life? Because I'm running for myself. You feel me? I'm the god of my own life. So it's like, if I'm not if I'm not doing the work to really put myself in a position that I love myself, that I could really enjoy who I am, I have no one to blame but myself. Like, I'm the realest nigga I know. Like, just dealing with my own shit. I think it's important. I think it's important. But that was another rant. I don't know where the fuck this going. I don't know where I was going with it, bro. Take it back from me. I'm not safe. <laughs> I'm not safe, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. So just real, real, real quick to go back to um, take it away, bro. <laughs> um, to go back to what I was talking about with. Um, <laughs> um with the 33 day fast because we're we were sort of uh a few minutes ago we were talking about like suicide and trauma and you know thought patterns that 
really run your life, right? Like uh, one of the, the great things that I've learned and sort of a amazing perspective is it's all BS, right? Like, and when I say BS, people think I could bullshit, but it's not just bullshit. It's your belief systems, right? It's all fucking BS. And for me, when I did it, the 33 day water fast, you know, the first four days were, were all physical, you know, it was a physical challenge because back then when I did that, I didn't know nearly as much about fasting. I didn't get into ketosis before. And I hit the fourth day and I fucking passed out twice and like almost died because of where I was. And, uh, you know, I, I got through that and then, you know, the next about week and a half, it was, it was purely mental. Like it was, it was like a mental challenge. Like, fuck, like I want to eat so bad. Like, why, why am I doing this to myself? Like, am I punishing myself or am I like loving myself? You know, like what's the motivation behind this? And it just like got me to question everything about who I was and what I was doing. And it like, it really fucked with me because, uh, it was, for like a week and a half, just consistently, like, you're just inundated with this, like, overwhelming feeling of, like, like, who the fuck am I? What the fuck am I doing? Like, why did I decide to do this? And like, just those questions, like questioning yourself, you know, some people will never fucking question themselves. Like, they're just like, Oh, I am who I am, you know, and I think that that's bullshit. Like you create who the fuck you are. And and that process was really powerful for me because it it allowed me to start to rewire, remap my thought patterns, all those self-destructive patterns that I had. Uh, like it, it, I questioned them, you know, like, am I really a piece of shit? You know, like, am I really, you know, am I really destined to be a fucking loser? You know, like, you know, is, is this just pure ego or is this actually like heartfelt uh, authenticity, you know, and and then moving past those like you know those first two weeks and into the 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 later weeks you know i it was a full blown spiritual challenge right it started physical then went to mental and then it was full blown spiritual cuz i started fully questioning my mortality and i in a way that i'd never done before you know like for like i said like i was suicidal for a long time but you know when you're when you're suicidal you're not actually like contemplating like existence you're just contemplating ending that like feeling you're having right now and if you if you can't escape this uh overwhelming feeling that is just seemingly to never end you know it it just runs your life and you're not you're not questioning existence you're not questioning really you know your purpose or your heart or your love or your passion or what you could do to serve the world you're just like i want this pain to stop and and for me those last weeks of the fast like it was, it was full blown. I, I, this, this might sound intense, but I'm being real here. Like I couldn't fall asleep at night unless I was okay with not waking up in the morning. Like I was, I was at that level where, you know, I knew why I was doing this. And, you know, if I just, because I was caught in those fucking thought patterns, you know, I couldn't fall asleep. Like my mind literally would not shut off until I had come to like, you know, being okay with dying and not waking up in the morning because, you know, I was, I was so powerfully releasing who I was as a human being that I just, it, it was sort of the only way to, to like fully let go would be to literally accept death. And for me, like embracing that, embracing mortality and embracing, you know, my potential death is really what brought me back to life. And what you were saying earlier, man, like, fuck it, you might die tomorrow, you know, like, who knows, but 
you have to live for the moment. And I think that that's cliche. And, you know, I think that a lot of the people who are pushing that, like, have good intentions, but they don't go deep enough on that shit, you know? It's, Yo, bro, and, like, I'm reading a book right now called um, The Toltec Secret, and they talk about, like, how dreaming is, um, dreaming, dreaming is, like, another place to, like, overcome all those things that you're talking about right now, mm. like, like, um, like the, the perspectives and the mindsets of like the mortality of like who you are and all that. And like you talked about like dying and having, having to like accept the fact that like, okay, I could pass away and I'll make it to the morning. You have to embrace death. And it's like in this book right now, it's, it's teaching me, it's telling me like how in the Mexican tradition, like way back in the day, or, you know, just the lineage that, that they're, they're, they're pushing forward. Um, that dreaming is really like, um, it's like death, you know, to like dream is to die. So every night, like what we're so afraid to experience again, um, that, that death is actually what we're running towards. Mm. It's actually what we're, we're longing to, to be reunited with. And like every night when we dream, it's like, we're feeling that death again. So it's actually uncanny to me you know it's like ironic to me that like in order for you to fall asleep you had to embrace that death it was almost like embracing like your truest origin to get back to like <clears throat> where you started and you know make it to the next morning and yeah i pre- appreciate you let me jump in on it bro for real yeah like i uh, <laughs> it was it was such a powerful experience because you know i realized you know i i run thought experiments all the time like you know, I think it's kind of ironic that, you know, they, we, they call us millennials, but really we're like generation X, Y, and Z. And I, ha- I have this sort of running joke in my mind, like, oh, like that was super intentional. They knew fucking we were going to be the last generation. Like there's no generations after us. Like we're going to be immortal, like da, 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 da. Hmm. And then I, like, I ran these thought experiments, like, you know, what if I was immortal, right? Like, and we were talking about this like earlier, you know, you know, what would it like to literally like play God? And um, you know, my, my personal belief is, uh, just to share my belief is that like God is, it's almost undefinable because it is everything, right? It is the infinity, right? When we were talking earlier about how, you know, that lamp is me, that, you know, that water, uh, not bucket, the water jug, that's me, you know, this sofa is me. It's, it's all consciousness. It's all, uh, it's all creation. It's all action. And, and God is everything. And we're merely a fractal of of the infinity and one, one sort of thought experiment that I run too is like, you know, what, what's infinity divided by two, you know, like if we're a fraction of infinity, right. Or you can even run the thought experiment. Like, you know, if you're one, if you're one, one millionth or a trillionth of the universe, which we're obviously way more infinitesimally, infinitesimally, I fucking can't say that word, but (laughs) if like, we're so, yeah, we're so, (laughs) we're so fucking small, but like, even if you, you know, divide infinity by two, right. Just as a thought experiment, what's infinity divided by two, right. It's still fucking infinity. You know, you divide infinity by a fucking quadrillion. It's still fucking infinity. You know, we're a fractal of infinity. We're a fraction of infinity, but we're still fucking infinity, you know, and, you know, running this sort of thought experiment, like where's technology? The iPhone came out 10 years ago. Look how much the world has changed in the last 10 years compared to the last 10,000 years. 
You know, if we were immortal and within 5,000 years, we had virtual reality that was indistinguishable from reality, you know, and we had lived every first love. We had lived, um, you know, all the experiences, you know, we, we loved everyone. We reached enlightenment and all that stuff. Like you had the perfect life and, you know, you were living it for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Well, what the fuck would you want to do? Right. You'd, you'd want to experience the shit again. Because the amazingness, you'd be so bored with how fucking amazing it is. You'd be like, yo, give me, yeah, give me some (laughs) shit, man. Like, yeah, like, let's, let's like mix it up. Like, it's so perfect. Like, I want it to be not perfect. Right. And then that's kind of where my belief that everything that's imperfect is actually perfection comes from. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the imperfection is what makes it interesting. And that that allows you to that experience things for the first time and and so that that's really where that sort of is coming from but like embracing going back to like embracing mortality right like what if i were to die tomorrow you know what would i want to do in this moment you know i could die in an hour man i could have a fucking heart attack in an hour you know yeah, like bro and it's like it's like the 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 fucked upness of every situation is kind of what makes everything so beautiful <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I even think about like this podcast, right? It's like I've never spoken my mind in this type of way ever in my entire life, not in like openness like this, especially not on recording. And so I find this like intriguingly, deeply beautiful. And at the same time, it's like I could easily say this entire podcast fucked up. You feel me? It's like, it's like, let's really look at every motherfucking podcast we've ever heard in the existence of podcasts, bro. I don't know if you're going to have this, like, sloppy of, like, uh, <laughs> format where we're, like, all over each other, like, wilding out, spazzing, like, <laughs> giving each other, like, the cues to go, stopping each other. It's just, it's dope. It's beautiful as fuck. It's just, like, it's whatever. It's chaos. It's really chaos. But at the same time, it's, like, beautiful. It's, like, it's just authentic. Authenticity at its finest, bro. And it's, like, I don't know. I don't think there's any other way I would have wanted wanted to have done this you know and especially being able to open myself up to like a new degree especially when it comes to like just speaking and to open about who i am what i feel and what's real mm. you know to the deepest degree not holding nothing back so i can only say man thank you for this motherfucking podcast bro you the motherfucking man i am delighted appreciated appreciative and just honored as fuck to have been able to hold this space with you and, you know, for you, for myself. And to the infinity and beyond, bro. Infinity oh, and beyond, man. Fucking Buzz Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, God, bro. Amen to that. Oh, that was God. that was a perfect way to end the podcast. I fully agree. Before before we end real quick, is there anything you want to plug? Like, you want to talk about your book real quick or? Man, I don't got shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all motherfuckers. I love myself. I love you, bro. Um, my name is Kyle Bent. This year gonna be a doozy. Fuck yeah. Check out his music for real. And uh, it was a fantastic fucking having you on as my first guest, brother. I fucking love you. <laughs> this podcast was a shit show and incredible all at the same fucking time, dude. And it was perfect. It was perfect. So... We'll uh we'll catch you later and uh we'll uh we'll try and maybe do this again sometime and appreciate you all for listening and uh chat soon.
Keep rocking in the free world. Yeah. My nigga Nawai, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enjoy your day, man. We'll get with y'all. Perfect. Perfect. Take care, man. <laughs>